broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 84 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. As usual, how's it going, gentlemen? Okay. Okay. Just okay? <laughs> okay. Busy and okay? <laughs> Busy. Yeah? Busy. Good. Other than I get to be the tired one this week because you got me up too early. So we, we can't win. We're doing this a little early this week, and Trevor's a little bit a little bit behind us because he's you know a couple hours behind. So uh, you know it, it, he's he's a little sleepy. So <laughs> we, we need at least one tired person on the podcast, though. That's the rule. There's always got to be one. I'm person. always tired, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> That's funny. Well, and, I, and you guys are gonna get ice crunching today because I've realized with this ice maker that it's gotten better the longer you use it. So. Wait, what do you mean the oh oh you bought like uh i, I don't think everybody knows what you're talking about because you posted in our group and not everybody's in the group so that's true i have the opal ice maker the chewy ice maker which it is like good ice this is just like crushed ice no it's chewy ice i don't know what I, that means yeah have you ever been to chick-fil-a yeah okay that's chewy ice it's crushed that's crushed ice that's not crushed ice <laughs> like a snow cone Oh my goodness! No, it's called chewy ice. I don't know how else to help. It, well, it's actually officially called nugget ice, if you okay. really want the correct term. But no, it's it's so so. How it's actually made is, you know, you put water in the freezer and it freezes. This is not how this works. It kind of scrapes. It's kind of like you know when they make those ice creams on the slab. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. So it makes ice like that, so it's not hard. And that's why it's chewy ice, nugget ice. Like I said, it's it's what you get at Sonic or at Chick Fil A. Or along okay, like lines. a slush. All right. No, that's not a slush. <laughs> <laughs> please, audience, please help me out to tell me that these I people don't, don't know what they're talking about. This this seems incredibly foreign to me. I I, I don't understand this, but okay. <laughs> it, so, so think about it it's like it's a rolled tube of ice. So it's not necessarily a solid piece of ice. It's like I said, when they make ice cream on the slab and then they make those rolls out of it. Mm-hmm. It's like that in an ice form, so it's chewier. It's nugget ice, and it's the same thing as Sonic, which is not a slushy. <sighs> so you have to remember that I don't have access to things like Sonic. Okay, so what do you guys <laughs> so, have that has like good ice? Like you guys have what? We like have donut places. What, what, what's, what's the that's not what I'm talking about. Wait, that's the donut that's place. Tim Hortons? Is that what that is? <laughs> they Hortons? don't. No, no, no. They they don't do anything resembling a good ice drink. I mean, that's the only place I know in Canada. That's the only reason why I bring if, it up. And I only know that from how I met your mother. So, if Of all the places I thought we were going to start today, uh, talking about ice was not anywhere in the vicinity <laughs> of what I thought we were going to start talking about. <laughs> that's pretty We're, we're learning things. Uh, yeah, we are. I'm, I had a, I had one of those ice cream places down the street from my house, and it closed. I was very bummed about it. One of those cool, I think it's I in our area anyway. They called it Cuban ice cream. I don't know if that's if that's the actual term for it, but it was Cuban rolled ice cream. I don't, I don't know if that was I what. Know. I don't know if that's where it comes from or if it's in other places. But I I love I love going there, but it's unfortunately closed. But anyway. Um, before we get into stuff, I wanted to update everybody. So my contract, my DVC contract, uh, passed right at first refusal. So that's exciting. 
Not that I was, I'm surprised, but Disney's because Disney's not buying back contracts. But um, so I'm, I passed, and I, unfortunately, the sellers can't close until September. So I'm just kind of going to be sitting around twiddling my thumbs until September. <laughs> so not that it matters anyway. There's no points in the contract. So until 2022. So I don't really care. Hmm. But anyway, yeah. So just wanted to update everybody on that. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I know. I, I didn't realize they could wait that long to close. I thought you know, they it's had funny you say days. that. It's funny you say that, Trevor, because when I got the email that said, you know, you guys can't close until September, I emailed our buddy Derek, and I was like, Derek, what's this about? You know, what's the deal with it does not close until September? And he says, he said, oh, yeah, it said it on the listing. And he's, I was like, it did? It's like, I don't remember that. Like, I don't really care. Like I said, I'm not, like, upset about this because, like, I, I'm not going anytime soon, and there's no points in this contract until 2022, so I really don't care. So, but I was like, really? It said that. I don't remember that in any way, shape, or form. And and he was like, oh yeah, it says it right on the listing. So for those of you that are buying contracts in the future, there is a uh, a part of DVC resale market on the on each listing that says can close by and the date. And apparently, it's because these people are going on a vacation before September. So, which I thought to myself, okay, so what happens if they cancel their vacation? What happens to those points? Do they have to use? Like, how does that work? I don't. I actually feel ignorant about this. I feel like I should know the answer. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess if they cancel, the points go back into the contract and the users and everything apply. So you would just inherit whatever's there at that point. I guess so, right? I yeah. I don't know. Well, then then that stinks for them because then they really would have gotten, uh, you know, I would have gotten a really good deal then because part of the reason I got the contract so cheap is that it was stripped. So, <laughs> well, um, yeah. But uh, I, I guess the, the learning here is, you know, read the fine print <laughs> yeah that's that's true read the fine print uh just know that there's there's something there uh that says you know when they can close so now i know look at that yeah. i honestly i don't think i ever paid attention to that either last time i bought a contract <laughs> i just didn't uh, and and derek was like you know oh yeah it's on there i'm like oh okay i didn't know didn't cool. realize it at all my bad uh, again i don't care it's actually kind of nice because i can you know wait a little bit now to write a check but <laughs> it's like you know but yeah so we'll see i, I don't think anything's going to change with that but uh i passed right of first refusal which is the the hard part only took a it took a little over a month and uh, i'm just glad disney didn't buy it back although they're not really buying anything back right now so i don't know why i was even worried about it so all right so Anything anything you guys want to update before we before we get into everything here? No. I no. don't think so. Damon, anything from you? You know you know, just go listen to my other podcast. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Because it's awesome. It's not as awesome as this one. Because I really you know, it's funny. We were we were going through this and are we just recorded our fourth episode on Thursday and they their the amount of ums that they had oh. was like mind boggling. So <laughs> after the episode was over and they're both teachers you guys are teachers like what's up and you know so i kind of made it out like well you know it was easy for us you know we did it and it was no problem like <laughs> we just turned it on and you know so then you know after it all went down i was like yeah it probably took us like 60 episodes that's what i told him like, it yeah. probably took us like 60 episodes but i've noticed that all the little things that we've kind of had to go through as a podcast it's interesting to kind of do it again with a little bit of insight into the process and, and how hard it is. I, I think that a lot of people don't realize how hard doing a podcast is in you know, because most people can yeah. just hit pause and go do something else. Like we're not, you know, stuck's a bad term, but you're in front of the mic for a while. I mean, you know, I multitask, so it's a little different, but 
<laughs> you're still in front of the mic. So I don't think people realize what sort of effort it takes. And then the other thing I realized is how lucky we are to have such a large audience that we really didn't have to do too much for, to be honest with you. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, we, we worked on it a little bit. I mean, <laughs> but you're right. It was a lot of word of mouth and a lot of people promoting us in Facebook groups and, yeah. you know, but it did take some time to build the audience. But once it, once it started building, it just really kept building. So, yeah. yeah. So, so go help me out. Boomtron Podcast, please. Help, help Damon. Ma- out, make yeah. me feel help, better. Help him become awesome. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, Damon, I, I, do you want to introduce this first topic since this was your idea on the, on the Facebook group? I don't, I, don't, I, I, I want to say it was my idea, but I think I found it somewhere else. So I can't really take Oh, both. so you stole this? You, this is a stolen idea? <sighs> you know, this is what I'm going to say. I don't remember stealing it from another group. <laughs> Like and that's that's honest to goodness, but it's probably possible that I did. So I don't want to go out and say that it was my idea when it, that was, it was not the original idea. Yeah, yeah, but it was just it was kind of for fun and it's like you know give bad Disney advice. You know, I made it pretty easy. You know, if you don't like the heat, Florida in August is the best time to go. But then we had some some real winners here, and for me, I had to go with with Chris. You know, Chris F, he wrote a Ten Commandments and it was, it was so good that I had to, and he took the time to write it that I had to go back and ask him, like, did you take this from somewhere? Did you write it himself? And he 100% wrote it himself. And I would say that that was probably my favorite of all of them. Are you gonna, are you gonna read them for everybody? Oh my goodness, there's 10 of them. I'm not gonna, I don't think I'm gonna read them all. I'm gonna say, if you haven't joined the group, go join the group and read the WDW, the Ten Commandments, you know, the, the, the wait list. The Welcome Home Disney wait list. I guess that's WDW, right? W-H-D-W. I mean, like, WH. Yeah, I w- guess we, that's okay though, right? So WHDW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and go read them. It's, it's definitely worth it. I think that actual post is worth the price of admission to the group in general. <laughs> well, are we going to read any of these? I'd like to read some of them. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I would say for, for him, I would say, let's see, so let's see. If you need a place to cool off or simply relax in the AC, go to Victoria and Albert's. Great place for the kiddos to blow off some steam, too. Like, that that was a good one. <laughs> but, great. you know, most guests will be super impressed by your craftiness if you stand in line solo and then allow your 10-person party to meet you in front of the line. They may just make you mayor of Main Street. <laughs> That's good. I, I do have to uh, call out Mark's as well. Um, the, the bathrooms in Toontown are the nicest in Disneyland. Um, oh. Yeah, it, not not so much. <laughs> I, I, I feel you on that one, Mark. It, so so Toontown uh, is in Disney World. The equivalent is the um, the Toontown Fair, which is like the where Goofy's or sorry, the Barnstormer is the Barnstormer. Okay, yeah, yeah. So similar area. I mean, honestly, actually, even even. Um, those bathrooms by the barnstormer are better than the ones in Toontown. It's it's a little chaotic back there. So yeah, and I feel you, Mark. <laughs> it's funny because the ones that I liked were all in a row. So so Chris was like, by DVC, it's an inexpensive way to get all sorts of entitlements and extras that mere guests, regular guests don't. That was great. But then Colin comes in Colin. with maybe the game winner. Yeah, you don't need yeah. deodorant. And that is a tough one yeah. to park. That will give you that. <laughs> I think we've all experienced that one at one point or another. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah, remember everyone, this is worst advice, not best yeah. advice. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I mean, obviously it's, you know, a lot of people poking fun at 
things that people do that are bewildering. But yeah, it's it, it's it's fun to kind of see that side of it. <laughs> I like make sure you don't take the monorail. To, uh, make sure you take the monorail to Harry Potter World. It's faster and nicer than boats or buses. That's from Heather. I like that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. How 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 annoyed do you think cast members get when when somebody walks up to them and says, "Where's the Harry Potter area?" Like while they're at Disney, you know, <laughs> I'm sure that happens all the time. I feel that they would make a game out of it. Like I I that's what I would do at least. <laughs> I would hope so. Let's see what else we got here. Also, uh, uh, Gregory, with uh, wait until after the fireworks and to leave Magic Kingdom if you're riding the bus. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Actually, even even getting on the ferry, I've I've done that one, and yeah, it's that is a wonderful time. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But but I think the the comment that steals steals the post is again from Chris R, who says. We are more like you, Damon, than some of us care to admit. I mean, how do you how do you how do you beat that as a comment? I There's a little bit of Damon in everybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, I also I was a fan of uh, of Chris putting in. Uh, Nobody ever thinks to let's cut through the Emporium to get out of Magic Kingdom faster. That's that's pretty funny. <laughs> I cut through the Emporium all the time. That's really really a good place to go. But it is it is a little chaotic to do that. Oh man, there's so there's like 109 comments in here, so like I couldn't even write them all down. There were too many. <laughs> you know what I find though is when I I have a post that I enjoyed posting is that as we get bigger and the group gets bigger, it's like I want to post it again. And yeah. I'm always like I kind of gauge myself when is an appropriate time to use up this good post, you know? <laughs> That's kind of how I feel sometimes. I get that. I get that. I I feel we could some something like this post, if we remembered in a year, we could almost make it like a yearly tradition where, you know, oh, yeah. or like like designate, you know, June is the time where we give our best bad advice or something like but, that. But do you take the same post and then just push it to the top or do you start another one? I would start a new one just to okay. give people a chance to kind of re-engage on it from the ground floor. That's a good idea. Yeah. I, not to do a sponsor shout out, but I did like uh, Derek's, uh, our, our buddy Derek from DVC Resale Market, his little uh, <laughs> his little <laughs> comment. Did you guys see this? Definitely buy DVC while on vacation. Spend too much money without doing any research. Whatever you do, do not look into DVC Resale Market. And in parentheses, insert shameless plug here. So that was that was good, Derek. <laughs> uh, you got to love Derek for promoting uh promoting mm-hmm. dvc resale Re- reverse promoting <laughs> yeah reverse promoting that's right i mean but you know what though? it's true though how many people do go to the parks and buy it as an impulse buy and and we see that all the time and a lot of times those those folks are not too, super happy it's true and and yeah if they you know if they came home and thought about it and did a bit of research yeah and then you find dvc resale market <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I have to take issue with Jamie's uh, post here. Peter Pan is totally worth the wait. I think it is. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know about that. It depends if you've gone on it before. Yeah, well, think, you know, it's, yeah, it depends on how many times you've been to Disney. First time around, it, yeah, agreed, classic. Have to do it. But if you've been there, mm, I don't know. Magical. You know, it's it's skippable for sure. Yeah, I have not done that ride every trip. That's for sure. Me neither. We, we, we definitely will pick like, you know, if, if there's a morning where we happen to be there and we know we can rope drop it, we will. But yeah, most I should, I should have put one on here. Flight of passage is a technology marvel. Make sure not to miss it. 
and, and, and I, there, there was a post on another group <laughs> that I was following, and it was about the the nonsense rumor of Disney buying Blizzard, right? Oh yeah, there was yeah. talk about that. Yeah, right. So it was just funny, and I was watching it. But there, the amount of people that were in that post that didn't care for Flight of Passage, as they were all gamers, made me happy. Made me realize that I'm not alone. <laughs> that it's not just me. That they hate that ride as well. <laughs> I can see just not liking it, but actively hating it. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actively hate it because it's something I could. Again, as we talk about, I could I could walk right over and probably do something near that. In my, you know, loft with somebody throwing some spritzing some water in my face and running a, you know, um, <laughs> an a oil diffuser. <laughs> That's, I mean, but the, what about the movement piece of it, though? You need the movement there. I can have somebody jump on my back and shake me a little bit. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I could ride my dog. Like, I mean, there's a few <laughs> options. Put a little doggy saddle on the back of my dog and, oh my and ride it like a... Whatever those things are called. It seems called. like a lot of Banshee. work where you could just go on the ride. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, but okay. I, I, I could, yeah. I, I have that built in. Like, that cost is very low. There's no travel. There's nothing like that. I need, like, a big, like, Marmaduke dog, and then I think I could really pull it off. And, and this, Tom, you say, you know, you could just ride the ride. But, you know, if, if you were going to do standby, you would be in line for two hours. I think you could get all that stuff together in less than two hours. That, that's that's probably true. I, yeah. I Listen, I'm not <laughs> in favor of waiting for anything in line more than I, I'm going to say my maximum is like an hour and a half at the most. I would say that's probably my maximum as well. And, and you know, maybe that's probably what plays into it is that for the amount of hype and everything around it is... Yeah, you know, it's it's fair that some people feel disappointed with it, because honestly, I wouldn't get oh, on You're it not hurting my feelings. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys could, if you guys could walk on every time, that still wouldn't hurt my feelings. Like, I don't know if that would make me like the ride any better. I don't think it would. I, I think the hype plays into it a lot. You know, you, you're right. You know, you're, you're absolutely entitled to not enjoy every ride, but I, I think it's because it, it got a weird amount of overhype i think because pandora was so long and coming about <laughs> and it's just it's this it's this weird like it's got to compete against technology where not a lot of other rides have to do that yeah. right there's no nostalgia in bad graphics i mean i guess there is right maybe if it was 8 bit flight <laughs> of passage maybe right like but there's really no nostalgia in that and i feel like they're competing against such a rapidly evolving virtual reality home setup that i don't know like you're gonna watch you know what it's gonna be trevor you're gonna see a ps5 game and you're gonna go wow this is like 10 times better than flight of passage and and then what you know you're right is it, it's in that weird space it, it's kind of like where arcade games got to before the consoles got big right yeah because mm-hmm. if you think about it like you know arcade games used to be like miles ahead and then when home consoles caught up um, arcades, arcades died. <laughs> yeah, they faded yeah. away, right? And you'll probably say the same thing with these kinds of experiences is that as home setups get closer to that equivalent, there will be less and less, I don't want to say need, but yeah, you know, it, it won't be as fantastic as I guess some of the other experiences, which, which is funny because even, you know, some of the like rides that were built, you know, 40, 50 years ago still hold up because you're right. They're, they're, they're low tech. They're, they're low yeah, tech. They're, they're not competing with, you know, bleeding edge technology. And so, it's funny because yeah. even something like Toy Story Mania, 
which in theory is a game that you could, we actually had that game for the Wii, I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe we had it for the Wii. And I mean, it was fun, but there's something to be said about that right there in front of you. What can you pull off sort of gaming number situation? You know, the, the competition is there where there is no competition in Flight of Passage. So even when, you know, and it's also cartoony, which makes a little difference for the Toy Story Mania, but Toy Story Mania is always going to be a competition and I'm okay with that. That That's the fun part about it. So the right. low tech part can be there. It's, it's, it's again, it's a competition flight of the passage, flight of the pa- flight of passage. If it was like a, like a knocking uh, everybody else off the pod, pod racers. <laughs> now that would be like a phenomenal thing. If you, if we had that experience, but you raced it, Oh, I'd like you're be there racing all against day. other people. I, I'd be there all day. That wouldn't even be a question. I would call that a big win at that point. Well, so, but I, I think that theme parks, including Disney, are, are are kind of moving towards those kinds of experiences where they're they're gamifying everything, right? Where it's even and this was even, the perfect experience then, and they missed it. Well, I, I guess, but I mean, there's nothing to shoot at. I guess. I mean, you, you don't know? need to shoot. You just need to be fast. I guess, yeah. but how are you fast? I, I don't know the controls. That, I mean, I, I guess with the Millennium Falcon ride, they kind of you know did that, right? I mean, it's they game uh, it. That's, that's a little too rails, or, though. I feel like for that one, like I think, yeah, that, that, passage, that's an yeah, yeah that's an on rail shooter versus uh, yeah, yeah. racing game, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, they're different things. I'm just saying they're, that they're moving towards gamifying things more. But the thing know? is, like in Millennium Falcon, can you really win? Well, I mean, when yeah, you, you can get, a, chewy you can mode, get yeah. points. Oh, chewy mode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, that seemed way too difficult to do that chewy mode. I, I read the instructions, and I was like, there's no way I'd accomplish this. <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not quick enough for that. Uh, yeah. Seemed fine. <laughs> seemed difficult to me. But uh, but no, I, I, I do think that... Kind of to your point, as as theme parks, you know, move on like this, and and with the technology there, that there is at home, they do have to create more interactive experiences where you're not just a passenger and you're you're interacting with the environment around you, right? I mean, that's really kind of where where things are moving. So, uh, I, I think that's a lot of what you know, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was and it was supposed to be, right? Is that there was going to be that whole reputation thing? I don't even know whatever happened to that. I feel like they talked that up and talked that up, and then nothing ever happened with that. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, again, that there's, th- th- this is kind of the problem with them. You know, the, the, I feel there was some experimentation done and, and even like yeah. that, uh, they tried that game within, um, Frontierland where they had like, um, what was it rainbow Ridge versus, uh, I can't even remember it now, but yeah, they, they had a mini game kind of like that where like the whole land was kind of competing against each other. And, Again, it sounds good on paper, but uh, unless you have the same people playing through it, like on a day to day basis, I yeah, it just doesn't hard seem to execute. Work. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to execute. And uh, you know, I, I I don't I wasn't I wasn't ever like particularly excited about that, but but you know, it, it is it is kind of a bummer that some of the things that they talked up in the beginning didn't really come to fruition like we thought they would. So. Well, I, I feel that they're not done with it either. No, no, it's definitely it's, not done. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I, I think it's definitely all these things can happen in the future, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, do you guys want to get into the topics that we were asked to cover on this? Uh, are there any other uh, bad Disney advice you want to give? 
No, actually, I, I want to hear the answer to this first question. <laughs> okay, let's see. What do we got here? I, oh, I yeah. Know if there's an answer. That, that's a tough one. That's <laughs> well, a tough one. Chris asks, I think it's time we got the full villain backstory of Jeffrey. Uh, I know there's been some back and forth about the correct spelling, but obviously it's Jeffrey with a G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y, uh, as that spelling screams out anarchy. <laughs> you know, and it's interesting. I, I think I have to use the Wayback Machine. There was once an actual page all about Jeffrey. What? That's yeah, there was where really? what like just on the internet floating around like. <laughs> well, yeah, I wrote it. Like I wrote a page about Jeffrey because I was going to do a project with him, and it was on the internet. Uh, so I feel like if I kind of dug that out from the way back machine, I just don't remember what site it was at. We had a few different sites, but there was a whole written like. You know, Jeffrey was in theory, it had to do with time travel and the way Jeffrey worked. And, you know, what happened was, is Jeffrey was in, you know, pretty much a younger version of somebody that was doing reviews, not me per se, but there was a whole backstory to Jeffrey. I just, I just don't know if I can, can dig it up. I wonder maybe if I wrote it down. A lot of things that I write though, I just do straight on like, WordPress, like just spur the moment and just write them and then they go away, right? They just, I do actually have some, some old sequel of some of this stuff. It's possible. I don't know how much effort I want to put into this question, but (laughs) there, there is a whole backstory and there is time travel involved. I, 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 I just want to, can I read out these? Um, follow up yeah, questions. Please read the questions. Yeah, please. <laughs> it, it, it almost reads like a like a movie trailer. Like, why is he so bitter? Who hurt him in the past? Why does he have a knee jerk reaction to take up a contrary position to Tom, regardless of the subject? Like, That's, yeah, I want to know that answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want to know so, why so, Jeffrey's constantly disagreeing with me about everything. That's I, I think I think I think that Jeffrey is just one of those people that is very opinionated. He can be opinionated. He can. He, he's allowed to be opinionated. I don't know if he's bitter per se. I mean, I don't know if he's been hurt in the past. I think that he's just more opinionated than, than anything. And he likes to get his point across. I don't know if I could sum Jeffrey up any better than that. I mean, so, he just. When you have Jeffrey up though, like is, are, is, is he any different from Damon? Like, does he have different opinions than Damon or is Jeffrey just, you know, pretty much Damon? <sighs> I think he's got some different opinions. Like I said, I really feel like I wish I could find this this story now because they're they're getting this like this huge like you know I don't mean huge, but it, it's definitely bigger than a page of just you know what Jeffrey's deal is. What his deal is? This sounds yeah. like a treasure hunt. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> sounds like a treasure hunt. I, I just I, in my head, it, I just don't know where that would be. Like I just don't know where I could find that. We do a lot of website kind of cleansing to keep the SQL database small. So I'm sure that at some point that that got, you know, <sighs> deleted, but was, was it ever crawled? You know, is the Wayback machine? I, I don't know. I could, I could try. I could try. All right. Well, I appreciate that really good question from Chris. I think it's a good question there. So you, you know, Chris, that this means that I'm not going to be doing anything on this episode besides looking now, though. I mean, that's what you, you, you doomed this episode. You've distracted him for the entire episode. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so Dan, well, wants- until we until we talk about um, Magic Bands. About oh magic bands yes yeah. we will get there we will get yeah. there uh, so I, I left it towards the end just uh, it will tease this we're gonna have a conversation about magic bands uh, 
so you got to listen to the whole episode. Um, Dan wants to know, uh, he said, all he said was phone call only to make dinner reservations. Um, so that is something that's been announced recently. Uh, and, and I, you know, it's obviously temporary, right? So this is temporary until they, you know, fully, fully open or open more. But I, I guess Dan wants to know what our opinion is about having to make a phone call for, for dining reservations. I would hate that. I don't like calling anywhere. And I, I like just, you know, throwing in a time into the app and being like, Oh, here are my options. You know, I usually don't want to call and be like, you know, what are my options during this time? That's just a lot of my time. I, I just don't feel like dealing with that. Well, you know, it's funny because w- when you call in, they're literally just doing that. So they're bringing up the app and they're yeah, looking they're the same and, thing. and reading off the times. But then it's like, you know, when somebody's talking to you, you feel pressured to like, you know, they, they give you like three or four options and you're like, uh, like. Y- y- That's right. Y- you have to make like a snap decision, right? Whereas like you can kind of mull it over a little bit when you get the, or like you can keep adjusting your your times on the app so yeah phone calls are definitely more annoying because it feels like like you don't want to waste the other person's time either or at least i I know like when i'm on the phone it's like you know i want to make sure that i know what it is i want so i like i'll do a bunch of research on the on the website first and then you know if i need to call i'll do so but yeah i i I don't like the system at all, but I, I know that it's temporary too. So, yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of this stuff is temporary and it's stuff that nobody wants to go through. And I think somebody posted in the group, man, Disney really doesn't want people coming right now. And I, I think that's true. I do think that's true. Yeah. It's, you know, they, they are doing a lot of things to restrict it. And I, I think they're trying to, to hold people back and be like, you know, let's, let's slowly do this thing and, and slowly bring it back in and, and be as careful as they possibly can. So it, it's kind of like rope drop, you know, that you have, I, I remember years ago, um, we, I, I was in Disneyland with my family and my dad pointed out how, you know, there was literally like a couple hundred people standing there and it was just a very thin rope, literally, like literally rope drop, a very thin rope with this one cast member standing there and he pointed out he's like you know it's amazing how like we could all just totally ignore this and bust through and you know you know ignore them but everybody stays behind the rope and and that's kind of what they're doing right now is you know that disney is like they're holding back the rope and and they're telling people no like you can come but it's gonna be on our terms (laughs) yeah no that makes total sense yeah Yeah. hey that's a good way to describe it. Good, so, Jamin. Sorry. So, so what I found in my limited research, which is interesting, <laughs> is that there's actually I have a YouTube video of Jeffrey being made. So from the sketches from the artist, the guy that did you know the the actual puppet because he did some stuff for the Muppets, um, to him actually in his home, the puppeteer making some some crazy stuff and some crazy pictures with Jeffrey to. Uh, you should see it's almost this video is again for people that are interested in Jeffrey is so interesting because if you look in the background, you can see like actual Muppets like in the background of this guy's house. That's pretty. And cool. then there's like a video of Jeffrey with like disco balls and stuff. It's 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 absolutely insane. It, you should put this on our YouTube page. <laughs> it, it's yeah, so it's already on YouTube actually. Okay. Um, yeah, and the guy that made it. It's, I didn't even realize if I needed this from J&W's Wicked Puppet Factory. So that was awesome. So there is a, you know, how Jeffrey was made. Can we put some sinister music 
to it. So I guess we could. I, I didn't listen to the music, but <laughs> you should you should see it. It's it's a pretty interesting process of of Jeffrey being made. He almost looked, you know, before I got him to like kind of change it up a little bit. He you should see his pre look was going to be very um like Elvin like. This guy is incredible though. So if if you're interested in Jeffrey, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send the link to Tom. He can include it. He can include it in the in the show notes for all those Jeffrey interested people. And then I will continue to look for his backstory. I'm sure there's some way I can put it on also put it on our YouTube page too. Like link to it or something. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how YouTube works, but I'm sure that- <laughs> I think you can you, you there's a option for like it. liked videos or something, okay. or you can make like a playlist. I'm oh yeah, sh- and I'm going to share it in yeah. the group as well. There you go. There you go. That'll I might actually do that right now. All right, look at that. Uh, so Dan wants to know if there's a way. Uh, do we have anything else about the dinner reservations? Nope, I'm no. good. Okay, well, I don't care I, about. I, I don't care about calling in. So there's my. Yeah, because you like to call, right? Uh, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. You like to get the have a magical day at the end of your phone call. <laughs> so, uh, Dan also asks, is there a way to tell how sold through Riviera, Riviera is? And Dan, the answer to that question is yes, there actually is. Uh, <laughs> so this is actually, uh, well, it's, we don't know how many are sold, right? So, but what we can see is how many points have been declared. Now, though, not all those points have been sold necessarily, but that means the points are available to be sold. And so the last update on this, uh, you know, and they, they actually will, uh, will, uh, Basically, they, they declare these and they send them to the Orange County uh, Comptroller when they do this. But uh, the last time they declared points at Riviera, it was uh, was March 16th. Uh, so that was, you know, just a couple months ago. And at that point, uh, they were at about 36.3% of the resort uh, of the DVC points had been uh, declared. So... Uh, so about 36% of the resort, uh, those points are available to be sold, uh, if they haven't been sold already. And, you know, they'll, they'll keep declaring them essentially. Um, but, and this, this also, this is from dvcnews.com, by the way. Uh, by the end of May 2020, Disney had sold about 1.4 million points. So, uh, and then with that declaration, there's about, there are about a million declared but unsold points at Riviera. So, so there's your answer. So there's about 2.4 million points out there and a million are not sold right now. Look at that. We learned something today. <laughs> I actually didn't expect that to be as specific as it would be. <laughs> oh, really? But okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm a very I'm, specific. Or, well, yeah, I, I, I forgot about the fact that, yeah, that when they declare it, it is, you know, publicly recorded. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and I, I do also want to talk. So, I, I've seen some articles. I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen these. And I've seen a couple posts on Facebook about this, about Disney is apparently uh, pushing some people out of the value resorts and... Uh, upgrading them to stay in Riviera, complimentary move to Riviera, for whatever reason. We don't really know the reason behind it. Maybe they're just trying to to make you know, either they're trying to not open Pop Century or they're trying to uh, you know lessen the amount of people there. But and people were mad about this. I saw a lot of people mad about it. And and I think a lot of people don't understand the way that DVC works as far as inventory goes. So as far as our points go, you know. 36.3% of the resort being declared, that's we can only book 36.3% of the resorts at, with DVC points because that's all the points that are out there. The rest of the rooms at Riviera are for cash. That's that's the way that DVC works, right? So 36% of the of of the uh of the rooms can be used for points and then the rest of it is available for cash. So Disney can use those rooms however they want. If they want to give them to people, if they want to upgrade them to people, then they can. 
That's 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 how it is. It's not it's but it's not hurting members in any way, right? It's it's not in any way hurting members. It's not taking rooms away from members. It has nothing to do with the borrowing, you know, limitations they put into place. It's completely and totally separate from our points and completely and totally separate from DVC. So let's I just wanted to clear that up. I saw that a lot. And, I don't know if anybody else saw that, but yeah, and I guess to reiterate that is, you know, when when people look in the website and they're looking to book a room and they see that there's no availability, you can't equate that no. lack of availability with the fact that, you know, somebody got their room upgraded from Pop Century to Riviera. Because like you said, the that's not the same inventory of rooms. It's not that that somebody taking that room has stolen points from somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And by the way, it's not, you know, exactly 36. I know I said 36%. That's 30, 36% of the resort of the points, right? So it's it's not like exactly like 36% of the rooms or whatever, but there are specific vacation homes that are declared. So, you know, at this point, uh, you know, nine of the 24 Tower Studios, so less than half of the Tower Studios are available for point uh, you know, for point usage and 38 of the th- uh, 13 of the 38 dedicated studios, 11 of the 29 one bedrooms, you know, so not all of those, a small amount of those rooms at this point are, are available for DVC members to book on points. And by the way, re- people paying cash for those rooms actually helps DVC members a little bit, not a lot. So, because uh, that cash actually goes, goes kind of back into the I don't want to say back into the funds. I'm trying to think of an easy way to say this, but essentially we can take, a, I think it's 2% uh, of that goes back into uh, the general funds for, for DVC. So it now helps Disney pay takes, maintenance and stuff, right? Yeah. For maintenance. Exactly. It's for maintenance and stuff. Yeah. And, and, and so that's not, it's not a bad thing necessarily for people to be on cash. Now, given Disney obviously makes a lot more money on that cash and they can take over 2%, they take the, the rest of it. So, you know, so that's, they're taking that cash off, off of that. But again, this is not affected DVC members. It's a separate inventory. It's not, it's not taking your points away from you. It's not taking availability away from you. I just, a lot of people don't, don't seem to understand that and, and are getting all outraged about it. And I, I understand if you don't know the information, but that's something that's come up. So now we know 36% and there's, there's about a million uh, not sold. Now this is from a couple months ago, as I said. So there, I mean, they haven't done any sales really. So although actually this article was posted on the, uh, just a couple, just about two weeks ago. So, uh, this is pretty up to date info, but if you haven't, if you're a DVC member or a prospective DVC member and you haven't gone to DVC news, that is a great website to, to check out. Yes. Uh, detailed stuff (laughs) yeah they were really good they know dvc inside and out and they will tell you stuff that you had no idea existed within dvc so (laughs) anyway anyway what else we got here uh so brandon asks disney plus faves that's a wait list episode sorry (laughs) i was gonna say that 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 can be a very deep question (laughs) um yeah yeah i'll give i'll give my my top couple i'll just give a couple first of all my house we're constantly watching the mickey mouse shorts constantly my daughter's obsessed with them every time we we get into the living room she goes mickey 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 like literally (laughs) just nonstop. um so that plays a lot and i think i've watched those mickey mouse shorts all the way through maybe 15 times uh (laughs) but my personal favorites uh i was actually watching some of the marvel movies last night which was cool uh, and I will say that I think my favorite is Imagineering Story. I've said that before in the show. And I also, every Friday, I like to go and check out the, uh, the, the, uh, shorts that they put out there of different cast members and their jobs. 
I, I think those are very cool. They've had some Imagineers on there. They've had like maintenance people and, uh, you know, somebody that's one of the people, uh, in the ranch that takes care of the horses. They're really interesting and they put a new little five minute short out every, every week. So I, I check those out. The one day at Disney shorts, I, I like those a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, in our house, we keep going back to the world according to Jeff Goldblum for some reason, even though there's oh, like, I like that show. Yeah. I, like I mean, like there's not a ton of episodes, but it's, it's a lot of fun to watch and it, it did kind of, or well, uh, not Disney, but it segued into us watching Jurassic Park again in the last couple of days. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> of the Jeff Goldblum co- connection? Yeah. It was, it was like, oh yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. We should watch Jurassic Park, right? <laughs> um, Funny. and oh, so for the Disney shorts, um, so I guess, what is your favorite and why is it Potato Land? <laughs> I do love Potato Land. Potato Land's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, what is my favorite one? Oh, man. There's some really good ones in there. Uh, I, I really like the shorts. I know a lot of people don't like them. I, I really I find them to be funny. And there, there's a lot of really great references. There's actually one where uh, Mickey's taking out the garbage for his neighbor. I really love that one. I don't know why. Uh, it's just a really, I think it's a really funny one. There's a lot of funny references in there. There's an Oswald reference in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's, there's some good ones in that episode. I, I think it's, it's, that's a funny one. Uh, no, there's, there's some, I, there's some really, really fun ones. Oh gosh, you put me on the spot now and now I can't think of it, but potato <laughs> land is definitely up there for sure. Yeah, I think <laughs> potato land's our favorite right now or well, has been for a while, but yeah, potato land's definitely a good one. Uh, the other thing too, next month, I'm excited. There's a new Muppet series debuting next month. So I, oh, that's, yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. I almost forgot about that. I, yeah. I'll we'll have to check that out. They're calling it a, an unscripted Muppet series. I don't know what that means. Like, are they like, Talking to people on the... I, I don't know what this show's about. I just know there's a Muppet series and they're calling it unscripted. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It, it looks right. kind of cool. I, I, I haven't seen any... I don't know if there's a trailer maybe, for it. But. Maybe it's like those segments on Sesame Street where they talk with the kids, but maybe like with adults. <laughs> <laughs> but with like adults. I was excited for that talk show they were going to do. Remember the, there was like that Muppet... Yeah, the, the, Jim Henson Studios was producing a, like a talk show. I, I wonder whatever happened Space with Monster that. talk show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder what happened with that. I'm excited uh, for that. Oh, I'm also excited for Hamilton. That's a couple of weeks from now. I, I tried to get tickets for Hamilton when it came to Charlotte like three or four times to- or two or three times and never was able to get tickets. So now I can just watch it on my TV. So that'll be great. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something that's probably going to offend and upset a lot of people. <laughs> um, I don't get the hype around Hamilton. I, I and so I'm not going to watch Hamilton either. I, I'm, no. Yeah. I'm not just like, don't like, don't get me wrong. I like, I appreciate live theater and all that, but I, I have no interest in watching Hamilton and yeah, I, I just, I think my I wife will it. end up watching it. I <laughs> no, think I, she'll, yeah, I think she'll end up watching, but I have no interest in it. I, I just want to see what it, all the hype is about. So I'm going to watch it just to, and I know my wife's listened to the soundtrack a bunch too. And I, I like a lot of the soundtrack. So I, I just, you know, I'm going to check it out. I, I, I really, I'm not a big theater person, but uh, you know, a lot of people are into it. So, so, so for me, Secret Society of Secondborn Royals is coming. I think in July. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm not going to even go until go into what I already like, but that's something I'm I'm looking forward to on Disney Plus. And and again, I'll pull a Derek and pull a shameless plug here that you know we do have an interview with one of the stars on uh, BSC Kids. Actually, will be out by the time this episode airs. If anyone cares to look. Oh, but okay. I'm looking awesome. forward to that. Nice. I had not heard of that. So that's that's a. 
That's a, it's like a teen, teeny sort of thing, Teenage Royal Rebels, right? So I don't know. Gotcha. Your daughter's yeah. probably too young. You're probably, probably. too old. Um, so, although I do have to, so my daughter was was out at uh at like you know a little gym, which is you know little gymnastics thing this morning. They had his first time back, uh, you know, since all this happened. And when she came back, I I wasn't allowed to go with. Oh, my only my wife could go. And so I was watching Gravity Falls. It was just on Disney XD. And uh, when, when we walked in, and she hadn't seen it before, and she was, like, enamored with it. So now I think my daughter's into Gravity Falls. So Oh, that's such a tough call, though, because you know what? Some she'll of it watch gets it. weird. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll watch it and then not get it. Oh, it's yeah. It's almost like you have to – the first time you watch that, you have to have the capability to understand. Otherwise, I feel like it could be ruined a little bit. Maybe I don't know. She just likes cartoons, and she just was interested. I was just surprised, yeah, I I was would surprised she was it. interested. You know, so. save it for when she gets older. And my daughter watched it at nine. And that was a that was that was good. That was a good timing because she understood most of it. Really enjoyed it. All right, I'll have to I'll have to you know maybe hold it back from her then. <laughs> so uh, let's go. Bobby's asking us: Should you buy a bigger contract to start or a smaller one? I would personally start with a smaller one. I guess it's it, what what do you define as smaller, right? So, because it, it, to some people, I guess smaller would be like a fifty point contract, right? But then to others, it would be like a hundred points. Okay, so all right, I guess the way that it was framed to, or the, the way that we approached it was, um, we knew that we wanted to travel like one one week a year, which. Uh, in I know for a lot of people, like they go, "What do you mean you only go to Disney one week a year?" And it's like, "Well, that's all we can afford," um, because you know, coming from Canada and all that. So um, that worked out to about it worked out to a hundred point contract to start with. So um, I, I guess that would be my upper limit. Is I would say, you know, I think a hundred points is still pretty small as far as DVC contracts go. Um, I wouldn't go any higher than that. And yeah, you know, even 50, 75 points, I would start in there. I wouldn't buy a massive contract because the problem with that is that you like, unless you you're committed to, you're going to be using up those points every year or, or I guess renting them out. But then even at that, you know, if you, if you get into a situation where you do need to, um, downsize in points or you want to downsize in points, you can't do that. You have to sell off the entire contract and then, you know, go buy other contracts. The nice thing about if you buy smaller contracts and then add on with bigger contracts is that you can do the same thing going the other way is that you can remove those individual contracts instead of, you know, having yeah. to, to try and sell a much larger contract. So that's my take on it. No, I, I agree with that. I, I, we started with a hundred points and then, you know, moved on from there. And, and I, I think it's good to start if you're going to buy direct, especially to at least start with the, the minimum Disney requires you to buy, you know, to get all the benefits and all that. So I, you know, we, we at this point now can just buy resale from now on and, and still have all the direct benefits. Cause we bought our first contract direct. Now that doesn't mean you have to do it that way. If you don't care about all the benefits, then, you know, the, the, the extra stuff, then don't do that. Just buy resale and save, you know, a whole bunch of money. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Trevor. It makes a lot of sense to buy uh, smaller contracts. You know, I don't think it makes sense to start with like 500, you know, points contract and then regret that later on down the line. Uh, I, I think it's good to see, you know, and also to make sure it works for your family. You know, it, you got to make sure the DVC is, is what you want it to be because it, it all seems good on paper, but then in actual practice, you need to make sure that it's something that's going to work for you. So 
so yeah, I I, I think uh, I think you start with uh, you know what you can afford too. Also, you know, start with what what you can afford. Yeah, right? exactly, and 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 also you do need to like our our conversations when we were looking at the amount of points. It wasn't like it wasn't well this year I'm going to go once. It was what is our pattern over you know the next five years? Like you, you do have yeah. to kind of look at if you know that you're you're going to go every other year or something like that that actually shrinks the amount of points that you need as well because you can bank points into the next year so um yeah there's there's a lot of things to consider before you buy a contract uh but yeah definitely the first thing is i would i would never i would never tell somebody who doesn't know about dvc to like yeah grab 200 points and go like that's that's yeah. not a good idea. <laughs> well, that's what some people do, right? So they they get they go and they get enamored by the free ice cream, and the free fast passes, and they're like, "Ooh, you know, we can do this. We, let's let's buy this." And then, they, without really knowing everything about it, and then it's it, it becomes a regretful purchase if you don't you know do your research ahead of time. So exactly, I, I did see somebody ask the question in one of the DVC groups, and it it was somebody that was thinking about becoming a member. With everything going on right now, you know, and all the restrictions, uh, does that make you reconsider becoming a DVC member? And, and, you know, my, my thought about that question is you don't buy DVC for the next year. You buy it for the next 40 to 50 years, right? It's, it's, th- these are temporary things, right? So these are temporary restrictions. This is, and, you know, it feels like it's going to be forever before things get back to normal, but you, you, you buy this as for the future, right? You buy it. It's a long-term investment. It's not for next year. It's for the next 40 years. And so that's, that's, I feel like how you got to look at it. If, if you're looking at it in the short term, it's, it's definitely doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, to, to do that. But if you're looking at it in the long term, then, then it makes a lot more sense when you're investing for a, a long time in, in DVC. And that's kind of, kind of what I, what I felt about it when I saw that kind of comment. Yeah. So, all right. We should probably do our ad. I, I, I really had a higher, uh, I, I really thought we were going to cover a lot more topics before we got to halfway through the show, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this shouldn't surprise me. So, this week, it is uh, DVC Resale Market. So DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former Disney Vacation Club guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking about selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% listings sell within 30 days and nearly 3,000 contracts sold in 2019 alone. Uh, you can go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS, which is 382-7767, and please let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Again, that's dvcresalemarket.com or 1-844-DVC-PROS. Yeah, and you know they're they're great to work with. I, you know, like I said, I've bought two contracts now from them. Uh, Trevor's bought a contract from them. Damon's considering buying a resale contract. Maybe <laughs> we're not sure what Damon's going to do. He thinks thinking about direct, thinking about resale. We got to get uh, Derek and Marissa back on to convince Damon to uh, buy a resale contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did we lose Damon? I bet I he's like he's, yelling. He's, right he's now. hard researching right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm actually playing a game of Clash Royale while you guys are talking. <laughs> wow! Wow! Jeez! All right. Well, let's let's talk. Let's talk about reflections. Let's talk about reflections. The the Disney Resort slash I don't know rehab facility <laughs> reflections Disney yeah. Resort um, yeah. possibly canceled. 
So again, first of all, this is a rumor at yes. the moment. So there, there's nothing confirmed. And I guess that's what it, it, that makes it hard saying, you know, this is DVC news, but you know, I, I, I wouldn't say, uh, I know they're saying canceled. I, I can't imagine that, you know, it's probably just on hold or delayed more than yeah. anything. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, reading, reading the article, it's, you know, it's a lot of people, you know, they're seeing, um, you know, they're talking about, you know, project 89 is canceled and crews are being removed and, and all this. I mean, this is kind of par for the course right now yeah. with things is that, you know, the, yeah, the, you know, like lots of projects are just being stopped at the moment. And I mean, I, I wouldn't say just because the project is being stopped, that, that means that it's never going to happen. <laughs> well, I always, <sighs> This drives me nuts about like the the Disney community in general. It's like somebody posted this on a message board, so it's true. Like yeah. you know, it drives me crazy. Now get I, like given. Listen, I understand the people that posted this are known as to be Disney insiders. Fine, okay, I get that. But until Disney says anything, I don't take anything as as fact. That's just how it's got to be, right? Because it, it, like you said, I don't think it's canceled. I think it's maybe on hold. Disney has either put on hold or canceled more than a billion dollars of of projects that they were working on, whether it's refurbishments or uh, you know whatever they're doing, new rides, new areas, new hotels. They put it on hold for now because you know they've, they've been losing billions of dollars, and and it makes sense that they would do that. They need to do that. So I don't think it's canceled. I I think it's probably on pause, like you said. And, you know, I, they cleared this area out. They're, they're going to want more DVC rooms at some point. But I also think they, they're thinking of, you know, kind of a wait and see, right? They haven't sold any, any rooms essentially, or any, uh, not rooms, any, uh, points, uh, at, at uh, any contracts for Riviera because of everything being shut down essentially, right? So who knows what the demand in the future is going to be for, for DVC? Maybe the Riviera sales crater and they, they don't, they don't want to invest in another DVC resort. Now, Let's also note, though, too, that this was a mixed-use resort, right? So this was going to be part DVC, part regular hotel, right? So this was it wasn't all DVC. This was part regular hotel. And, uh, you know, so it, who knows, though? It, the, if Disney doesn't feel like they're going to have the demand and, like, the, you know, the, the travel is going to be like it was uh, for a couple years, then, yeah, why wouldn't you put it on pause, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Is you know, if you think about it, you know, anybody who is – in charge of a company, they're looking at sales and business right now. And, and in the case of Riviera, Oh, well, nothing's moving. So why would we build a whole brand new resort when the existing resort that we just finished is not selling? And, and again, we know it's due to outside circumstances, but it just makes sense. Like, I, I guess I'm, I, I knew that Riviera or not Riviera, I knew reflections was going to be a long ways out anyway. And it just seems that this pandemic is just like, we're, it's probably going to be another year or two past what we thought it was going to be before it actually opens, which Absolutely. means at this point, yeah, they don't need people actively working on a site where they're not actually going to do anything with it for at least the next year. <laughs> exactly. And I, you know, to look at it too, I don't, I don't think that they're going to cancel the California project. I think that that's still going to go forward because there's a huge pent up demand for that, right? So regardless yeah. of travel, it's a whole different situation at Disneyland. They need the space, right? They they absolutely need it. Whereas Disney World doesn't really need it, right? 
Yeah, and, and even at that, like the the location of that particular resort is, like you said, it's it's not, it's it's in that same vicinity as Wilderness Lodge, which you've already got a lot of the other. You've got Bay Lake Tower, or well, yeah, Bay Lake the contemporary. You've got the Polynesian. You've got the Grand Floridian, all in that area already. So yeah, the the extra hotel or reflections is meant to you know it's meant to help with with supplementing the demand that's already in that area but if nobody's going there right now yeah there's no extra demand like you said in california they've got there's only one dvc resort there and it's very limited space so yeah you're right i i feel that the california stuff they're still going to keep pushing through on that regardless because it's a totally different situation Agreed. Agreed. Well, I think the real reason why they, they decided to uh, cancel this or pause it be, is because they they listened to our show and they realized that the actual resort they should be building on that site is Haunted River Country. Of so. course. So, yeah, I mean, they need time to redo the branding. <laughs> yep. um, they need to do promotional stuff. You know, I, I can't wait to see the, see the sketches. Yeah, they need to get, <laughs> you know, Damon on board as a consultant to design yeah. it for them. <laughs> it would be an interesting take. We, we need a we need a, a nice oil painting of Jeffrey in the <laughs> in the lobby now. At Haunted River Country, <laughs> a, a, a stretched painting. Yeah. Oh man, that would be awesome. Yeah, I and, still and think he, that it has it, the it, eyes that follow you. If, if, you, if you're not going to do Haunted River Country, it should be a Haunted Mansion theme at least. Then. Yeah. That that would be really cool if they just like made it look like the haunted mansion and like that's all you could see from the front was the haunted mansion like you do in, in the park and then when you walk in then you know it, it branches out to all the different rooms and you know all the different areas that'd be really cool but you know they're not they're not into theming that's I, it would also be kind of ruin it a little bit it's like why are there two haunted mansions at Disney you know <laughs> that would make things a little weird but yeah that there would have to be a whole lot of explaining around that one. Yeah, there would, there would for sure. Uh, I, I think we talked about that before too. Like some of these like super theme resorts, it'd be like, you know, some people would complain about things that were designed to purposely be there. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so other, other DVC news, and this is only a little bit DVC news. Cause there's not a ton of, uh, unless there's anything else you want to mention about reflections. Nope. I'll wait to hear from Disney or not hear from Disney at all because it tends to be with these kinds of things when Disney cancels something like this, they just don't say anything. <laughs> like, remember there was a theater they were mm-hmm. going to remember at D23 a couple of years ago, they announced that they were going to build a theater right next to Main Street. They canceled that so long ago and just didn't say anything. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. And I guess, well, the difference is like Reflections has been, they kind of did the initial promo stuff for it, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did, and DVC is a little bit different too, right? So, and, and I'm also thinking back because even um, was it? I can't remember if it was Pop Century or Art of Animation where the, it was a similar situation where they started building it, and then something like it was Art of Animation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they was, start building it, and then there was there was a, a larger or something happened, and they had to stop. And like I, I believe I it, was, it was around like like nine eleven when that happened. Yeah, and then right. tourism just kind of crashed, and then they, and then they completely just stopped building it. They just let it sat, sit there for years. Exactly, and, and yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Is you know they're just going to stop and they'll wait until things kind of come back up before they continue on with it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think that's that's the case here, and and at, you know at that point I think the buildings had already been put up and they just stopped like in the middle of it. Yeah, so so this is better because then you don't have like a weird 
concrete shell sitting there that you don't know what it is. <laughs> well, that was the other thing, too, I thought was funny, is that people were speculating because they put down grass seed. And I'm like, really? Because they put down some grass? Like, you're you're going to say that's canceled? Like, that's just... That's just how you stop erosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there could be a lot of reasons why they did that. It's just, it's funny to me the way that people read into some stuff. But I mean, you know, some of it could be true. It's just, I don't know. It's it, There's no way to know. And I, I just, I, I don't love when people quote message boards as fact. It just feels very, uh, that feels very shady to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. I'm, uh, hold on, I'm just going to go post something on a message board. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go, yeah, post a <laughs> secret thing about it on a message board. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so DVC's announced that, uh, well, not DVC, but Disney has kind of announced that Jumbo House is going to be closed indefinitely. Uh, and D- Jumbo's got uh, a floor of DVC of rooms, but the mo- most of the resort is for, you know, general public. But, uh, but Kidani's still open and that's, or still going to be opening. Wait, when did, when was it going to be opening? Is that this, is that now? Is, is that, that this week? I thought it was the. T- Two days, twenty second, the twenty second. Yeah, it's yeah. Monday. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you hear this, you're, you're, the the DVC resorts will be back open, right? Yeah. So assuming you listen to us the first day it comes out, which we hope you do. Uh, <laughs> but basically, there's just saying during the initial phase that it's not going to be open. Now, I saw a lot of people speculating about this one too, because people again love to to say that rumors are true things, and you know there was speculation that the NBA was going to stay at Jumbo. There's speculation that the MLS was going to stay at Jumbo, which could have been true. I don't know. It's rumor. You know, nobody ever confirmed that. Uh, and but you know neither one of those are tr- staying there. They they've already ruled those out. So it just seems like they're keeping it closed because it's a big resort and there's just not enough reservations. It's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, I mean, again, why would you? So from a DVC standpoint, you know, if if we only have rooms on one floor of that building, how can they justify having the entire building open for DVC members? That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so it costs, it's, a, it costs a ton of money to do that. Yeah, right? so so unless it's open for the general public, which again, you know that they've got the two houses there, and and they're again, I'm sure Disney, not just DVC, but Disney has looked at this and said, we don't need Jumbo House open for the amount of people that we're planning to have come through here. And people always want to believe that there is some other sinister reason, or that you know, oh, well, the NBA threw a bunch of money at them to get you know. VIP access or something. No, like, come on. <laughs> it's, they, wanted to, they want to steal our DVC rooms from us. That NBA yeah. does like, it's kind of what I've seen posted on some of the groups. <laughs> and, and again, th- this is such an incidental thing. And, and I, I guess further to that, I, at least from my standpoint, it's like, are you, are you going to be there? Like, are, is, is this really interrupting anything? Because, you know, most people aren't traveling anyway. Like it's not, I don't think that, for the limited amount of spaces that Disney has opened up, that they're going to hit capacity or it's going to, you know, in the next couple of months or even six months here, it's like Disney is not going to be having their, their hotels hitting capacity for the amount that they've opened up. So again, why do you need Jumbo house open? Is it just, Well, and they even said, I mean, they even said in the message, and this message is on DVC, uh, on, on the DVC member site right now. It actually says in there, uh, over time, as the volume of reservations increase, inventory will be expanded to include Jumbo House. So they're, they're telling you right there in that message, there's just not enough reservations to justify opening it. And there's room in Kidani. So they'll just move everybody to Kidani. Yep. <laughs> you know, 
So I, I, you know, to your point, there's no foreign travelers coming, right? Because they can't. But even if you're coming from like New York, New Jersey, I, I think also Pennsylvania, they're doing a mandatory two week quarantine if you come into the state of Florida. Still, so everybody from those states can't even really come either. So I mean, it's it's a small, you know, my my parents just moved to Florida and they have to do a two week quarantine because they moved from from New Jersey. So. It's, you know, it, there's there's not going to be big crowds. There's obviously not that much of a demand. And I think that's why they're moving people out of Pop Century, too, is because they're probably going to keep Pop Century shut down. And they're they're going to move those small amount of people that are in Pop right now to something that they can open. Because Pop is another big resort, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's uh, like, and why have it open? Go ahead, Damon. I was going to say, the interesting part of that discussion is your parents moved to Florida. What does they that mean did. for you? They did. Oh, trust me, it's awesome for me because now they're they're an hour and a half outside of Orlando, so I can just stay with them on my drive there. We can, you know, break up our trip and not have to pay for a hotel, and maybe I'll even get them to watch the dog too, so I don't have to pay for boarding anymore. That's <laughs> so yeah, it's it's great great for me. It's all I have around. not been down yet though, so all around beneficial to them yeah. and to you. <laughs> exactly. And they're, it's not like they're far. They're pretty close to Orlando. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a net positive for me as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah. So one thing of note, by the way, I, so on the whole travel thing, I did find out that, so the, the border closure for Canada, us and specific specifically applies only to land crossings. So, oh, so you can travel by air? We can, but then the the same thing still applies about, you know, two-week quarantine and all that. So it still isn't really feasible to travel. But the, it's not the border closure that's really stopping us at this point. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. Well, you still got you still have a couple months, too. So hopefully by the time, you know, we get to when your trip is, assuming you don't cancel it, then, you know, the, they won't have that restriction in place anymore. Well, I, I think, honestly... The the further we go along here, it I think we're most likely going to cancel because yeah. it's it, it's things aren't opening fast enough. I I just I don't think it makes sense to for us to go down there. And, and yeah, it, it, I don't even know how the two week quarantine thing is going to work. Like, <laughs> are they are they giving people? So what's the whole point situation? Like, how do you get your points back? I know that we would lose points, but. If we were to cancel our, let's say, our November trip, like when do we have to cancel by to get the rest of our points back? Well, so they're not putting – usually if you cancel within, what, 30 days, they put it into a holding account and they have to be used. But if you cancel before then, it just goes back into the use year that they came from. Uh, so, you know, for me, I, you know, me personally, my, my points, I'm just going to bank for next year. Uh, but Damon, I think you're in a situation where you can't bank your points, right? Yeah, I have, I have some, I, I think I lose 40 points to be honest with you, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, so but for Katie's going to send me a sign, so I don't care. I mean, uh, a metal plaque, so, <laughs> so I don't, don't care. care. So you're good. Yeah, I think. But Trevor, yours are from this year, so you'll be able to bank yours, right? Um, most of them are. I actually did have some from the previous use year, so I think I, I'm kind of in the same boat where it, canceling means I'll lose like 30 points or something like that. Well, what weren't they doing something with those those 2018 po- or the 2019 points or whatever? I mean, you can bank, you should be able to bank them again, right? No, I don't think so. I think that if you're already like if they're open, then no. Yeah, if was, they're not open, it's a different story. It, yeah, it was only for for points between like March and certain use years. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Th- th- there was a window, but again, you know, I'm not even I'm not too concerned about it because you know. I, canceling I, i'll have enough points for next year anyway so 
I want to say that I don't care, but then people are going to write nasty things about me on Apple iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I think I told you guys, I think I have enough for a grand villa next year. I think I might do like a baller, like grand villa trip next year. Do it. Uh, I'm doing <laughs> Disneyland next year. So there you go. That's yeah. my big trip. I'm going to have a blowout though. The way I realized is like, I'm going to have a blowout trip because all the money I didn't have to spend to go over Thanksgiving this year, I'm just going to put towards like a Disneyland blowout trip. Like I'm really just going to do it up. Yeah. Nice. There you go. That's the way to do it. Go to, go have dinner at Carthay circle and I don't like fancy din. Like I'm a foodie, but it's funny. Like fancy dinners. Nah, I just want to try a lot of stuff. That's why food and wine is perfect for you because you can try a whole bunch of different things, right? Yes. I mean, that's what I, they, that's how I kind of enjoy it. They do something, a similar thing to food and wine in California Adventure. But I'm going to be there over the summer. I don't know. If, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we, we kind of got off on a tangent there. No, no, no. It's a good tangent. <laughs> it's a good tangent. Yeah. So I, uh, the other thing I have on here, so, and, and this is something that I thought was pretty cool. I don't know if you guys saw this, but that Disney's testing a new contactless, uh, security and bag check system. And it's, it's like, it looks like the, like, thing that you, when you walk out of, like, Target, you know, like, it's got, like, the anti theft thing. It looks exactly the same as that. But apparently, it's able to, like, scan you as you're walking through and make sure you don't have any, like, weapons or anything on you. But you know, people are already complaining about it, right? I mean, what's there to complain about, though? They You're think that walking. it's going to give them some sort of disease or something. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen anybody complaining about it, but I thought... Oh, I've seen a lot of people complaining about that. Oh, really? it's going to give them cancer. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I people mean, don't understand how radio frequencies work. No. Like Bluetooth and wireless. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not going to go what down technology that rabbit hole. This uses. What's that? Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Because I think it's great. Listen, anytime yeah. you can get those lines going faster, how is that? That's that's an upside all the way. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, I've never liked the. I, I've seen a lot of people talk about how they should have like a bag scanner, like they have a TSA, like, and I think Universal does this to get rid of the guys in the front, you know, going through your bags. They do have I, bag scanners at Universal, yeah. They do, but I, I don't know. For me, I've never really liked that because I don't like going through TSA, and I don't. That kind of ruins the magic, so to speak, for me walking through. If I had to put my bag through a scanner like that, I would ruins much rather. The magic? So, yeah, it does absolutely. There's a there's what? a whole thing when you walk into a Disney park that is like of a, 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 an entrance experience. Let's say. I don't feel that way. At uh, all. Sorry, like I'm not trying to be rude. It's just I just I have that doesn't now. It, it's more of when I walk. Into the actual park, yeah, yeah not at the entrance. That's yeah. after security. Exactly. <laughs> I don't listen. I don't think the security process is magical. I'm just saying that I don't like the whole. I don't want it to feel like the airport when I'm walking into Disney. I just don't. So that's that's how I feel about it. But I, I get what you're saying. But I, I just feel like that would just be an ice ten score times faster than a traditional checkpoint. Man, that's that's a big number. So even if that's like even if it's five times faster than what we see. Gosh, that's nice. Yeah, this says sixty people per minute, and it, and if you there's a video actually out there of it, you can look where it's just people just walking through. You don't have to stop at all. You just walk right through, and apparently can you know can look you know to make sure there's nothing in your bags and nothing in your backpacks and all that stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking about like just doing the bag check at the the TCC, get it going over to Magic Kingdom like that. Even the amount of time we have to stop there, like. You know, in the morning, it's super annoying having to wait. Like, like the the lineup is always crazy because it's the TTC, right? 
So yeah, if yeah. they can make that 10 times faster, I am all for that. Well, and you know, they're doing a test right now. So this is, this is being tested at Disney Springs. So we don't know if this is going to be rolled out wide. Obviously, if the test goes well, I think that they're going to want to do this because, you know, obviously the other benefit this is, of this is that it's no touch, right? So nobody's got to touch any of your stuff. Yeah. Which is, you know, especially important at the moment. So, well, yeah, even, even more so is, yeah, I, I, you know, I carry a very small bag and, you know, frankly, I don't, I don't want the guy going through the bag either. And I know they're wearing gloves, but then, you know, further to that is they're wearing gloves and that's great. But how many other people's bags have they rifled through before they touch mine? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I think this is interesting. I, I, if it works well, I hope that they, they launch it everywhere. Cause I think this is a, a great, a great way to do things, especially if you just walk through, I mean, it's awesome. So, all right, let's talk magic bands. We, we teased this earlier. We're ready. Mm. So Disney is planning on, uh, they've announced that they are planning on discontinuing complimentary magic bands for Disney world resort guests. Now this doesn't mean magic bands are going away completely. Okay. It just means they're not going to give them to you for free anymore. Well, yet, yet maybe. <laughs> maybe, I don't, maybe yet. Well, hold on. I don't think they're going to get rid of them completely because I think they're going to need an alternative to to smartphones, which is so what they're going to move to is uh, smartphones, right? Which makes sense. It's the, you got the same technology in your phone as you do it in the magic. It doesn't make sense. Okay. No, but hold on. It just I'm just saying it makes sense because people, a lot of people I've seen comment about, you know, why do I need this magic band when I can you just use my phone? Like I, I so I where, get where it. do you see these people commenting? Oh, I've seen people say this. There's a lot of people that don't like magic bands. That that don't want to wear something that's, on that's their wrist. That's blasphemy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I feel sorry for those people. I that's what I'm saying. I listen. <laughs> I'm on your side. I love magic bands, and I, I I don't think they'll ever get rid of them though, because I do think it's an additional revenue source for them. They sell a ton of those special magic bands and all the accessories for the magic bands. Like I don't think they'll get what rid of them. What happens completely. with young kids then that don't have phones? Well, that's what I. That's another reason why I part partly why I think they're not going to get rid of them either, because those kids are going to need need something. But you got to pay right? for them. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, see, dude, just raise my ticket prices, please. Just, just raise the hotel rates. Like, I, I don't understand. So, what is there right to make more money? Okay, we'll take my money somewhere else. That's fine. Or is it because they truly just want to get rid of them? And that's where I'm having this tough time with this thought process. If you're, it, it almost sounds like they want to get rid of them because otherwise, why? I, I think they want to push. Well, t- let's let's look at it this way. They're the only uh, Walt Disney World's the only one that has magic bands. Every other Disney park does not so have awesome magic bands. I I don't disagree with you, uh, but I I think you know part of it is they do want to you know there's a hassle associated with magic bands for some people, right? Some people don't want to wear them. There are people that take those pucks out and they put them on like lanyards or they put them on like a you know attach them to their Apple Watch. There's a, a whole bunch okay, of different so people already have options. They do. You're right. I they do. I don't think this is necessarily about saving money. I think they're just trying to push people more towards using the app and using your phone as, as they do at every other park in uh, you know in the world for Disney. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I, I want to keep my magic bands. I like. So it. I'm gonna have to pay for my daughter. Well, my daughter will probably have a phone by the time, next time we go. But in general, I have to pay for someone to have a magic band if they don't have a phone. Pretty much. Well, we don't know if the, if every person's going to need to have a phone or not, though, right? So well, I think they're going to do it. What if you split up? And then how am I getting my pictures? What do you mean? My pictures on rides. If I don't have the phone, 
that's going to be, yeah, that, that's the problem. I would assume that there's going to be a, a solution for that. You know, it's probably going to be in the form of like a QR code of some sort that needs to be scanned. And well, it's scanned where? You, you're walking. Okay. So you're walking on rock and roller coaster. Hey, Damon, here's the poster for you. How, how are they doing that now? Unless we're going, listen, can we go born identity? Are we going full on face recognition for everyone in the park? That'd be interesting. <laughs> Trevor's is that what we're is that what we're leading to at some point? Because you know, again, my daughter, who's going to be ten the next time we go, let's say her brother takes her on a ride. So that means that the master phone. I mean, let's say he has it on his phone, but it doesn't even matter if I take her on a ride. How do I? How do they know she's there? Yeah, th- this is uh, from the technical standpoint that they kind of did paint themselves into a corner with the. Uh, extended magic stuff because even if you have a phone because the, 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 there's two different antennas there's a short range rfid and a long range rfid inside of the magic bands your phone doesn't necessarily like not everybody's phone has um a long range antenna the long range in it yeah. but so even even if you have a phone those things aren't necessarily going to work so they're still kind of there is kind of a need for the magic band because of how they design those things. So they either have to redesign those, those pictures or, or go back to, yeah, just, you know, scanning your phone at the, at the end of the ride. But then, but then again is, yeah, there, there's like, it it also takes away like, you know, from things like, you know, seeing your name pop up on small world or like a lot of those things that Disney has been trying to implement. So them, getting rid of magic bands i i need to see what the replacement is or what what their intent is to replace it with because yeah there's there's a lot of things that don't work where where are the kids tickets then they're on somebody else's phone then too yeah yeah well yeah that's the thing is that but i guess you know if you don't have a magic band like like i have i went with friends last year and they didn't get magic bands and they just had park tickets like like like, yeah yeah, but are they going to give back park tickets again i don't think that's their plan so if you have two groups, let's say, right? And I was a perfect example. We travel with people. And let's just say I was like, you know, you guys are going to the fireworks. Nah, I'm not going, right? Because that seems very, you know, Damon-like thing to do. And my wife, for whatever reason, decides she's not going. So I said, all right, we'll just, you know what? Take our kids with you. Well, well, you know what I mean? Like, how are they, my kids getting into the park? Well, it actually does say in here, too, you can either either use the app or the key to the world card during your visit. So anytime you buy tickets, you get that plastic card that also has RFID in it. Because you'll see a lot of people that don't stay at the resorts that just don't have magic bands, right? They they just have the plastic cards that are their tickets. So I'm assuming that's the way they're they're going to go with it. Yeah, the, the, this sounds like, again, they're, the, I, they're not forcing it obviously like like they can't there's no way they can force everybody to phones but i think they're off they're they're making it more of an option because of the fact that one it it is a cost savings for them because there's plenty of people that will just come with their phones and never get a ticket or never get a magic band so that that's a, a zero cost thing to disney um so i think that's At where they're trying to go a zero cost though well it, it's it's zero cost from a manufacturing standpoint because they don't have to make sure there's still soft costs involved though. Right. You start pushing everyone over to something like that, you know, a phone thing. It's it's like, it's like when you're on the cruise, right. And you have the, well, you guys haven't been, you have the cruise chat. (laughs) There's somebody that's answering cruise chat, technical questions all the time. 
There right? is. There's but, always a problem. So is, you're increasing your cost there. But they already have that rolled into the cost of my Disney experience. So that I guess, yeah, they're different. But they don't with that many people using it, right? So think about it, right? Correct. So all yeah. the things you do with your magic band that just to say won't work on your phone, they have to increase that back end soft cost. I just don't know if that outweighs the cost of a magic band. I don't know how much, you know, I don't know what sort of magic band support that they need to have. And if it's at the same level as the increased costs of my Disney experience. Cause again, right. Magic band is easy. It just works. I don't have to even answer questions about it. It works. You just tap it to things. Yeah. The app You're- is going to bring questions regardless. I don't know. It's an, it's an interesting discussion. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily a cost thing. Cause if it was a cost thing, you would just increase tickets, increase, you know, this increase that. So I don't know. I don't know, unless there's some other sort of overall experience that they have that you're going to be able to do with your phone that's going to be way cooler than Magic Bands. Well, I, I think, and this has been speculated, you know, they announced, I think it was the last D23, that Genie app that they're building. Uh, and, and it seems like that this is going to be part of that Genie app that they're going to build. Uh, or that are building, I should say, uh, that's gonna that's gonna really take, I guess, planning to the next level is what they're saying with with this new app. So, uh, I but I guess the good thing is here that they're gonna the magic bands will continue to work, right? So if you already have a current magic band, you can still use it, and the, and you know some of those long range things will die when the battery dies in it, but you can you know use it as long as they support it. You can keep using that magic band for however long you want to, right? Uh, and, and they're not saying, Hey, you can't use magic bands anymore. They're just saying, we're not going to give them out for free anymore. So I, I, you know, which, and they're going to start moving stuff towards the app. Yeah. And and for a lot of people, the, the free magic bands were, you know, there's two groups of people. There's those that, you know, would buy the premium ones and those that just wanted the free ones. And it's the, 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 the free ones, you know, those people are going to be upset because now it's, well, you know, they, they're used to having it. And now they're being told, you know, if you want a new one, you got to pay 10 bucks or whatever, which you know, I, I get that's annoying when you, when you're used to, you know, getting something complimentary and all like, it's like going to a restaurant, all of a sudden they start charging you for the bread that they used to give you free yeah. before the meal. Right. Like it, that's, yeah. it, it does rub the wrong way. And I, and I, I get that, but I, I, yeah, from, from the technical standpoint, like you said, you know, it using the phone, it, it works and you still have, like, I know I've got a pile of magic bands over here that still work, but you know, going forward, am I going to invest in, I, I guess this is where it becomes dangerous is, you know, when they take that away, um, kind of to Damon's point, are people going to actually invest in magic bands in the future? If they see that it, the, you know, the barrier to get them is becoming, more and more i i mean i just think they, they've built a whole mini like i don't want to say fandom but there's there's people that collect magic bands there's limited edition ones there's you know there's a, there's a market for magic bands and i just i can't see them just saying we're done with magic bands altogether because it's it's like the pins at this point right they they put or, out collector's editions and special editions and you know there's people remember how up in arms people were a cut just just a couple months ago when they started doing the discount uh special design ones and people were getting so mad that they couldn't get the ones that they wanted <laughs> like so there's obviously 
obviously a, a certain thing there, right? That people do really want these magic bands and the ones that do want them and, and want to collect them and want to use them on a consistent basis will pay for them, right? That's, they will pay for them. They don't care about the complimentary ones. I mean, I don't think I've even gotten complimentary ones in a couple of years now because we have bought other I've ones. I've never before. not used the complimentary ones ever. Well, yeah, I, I'm not saying I'm the, I'm the norm, but I, I think you're probably more the norm, Damon. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I just, it's going to be, it's going to be a different experience, but let's, you know, maybe it's something that they have a bigger plan for that magic bands weren't going to be able to do that phones will be able to do. It's just, man, that backend soft cost just seems like it's going to be brutal. Well, yeah, I, I think you and I, Damon, are both looking at this from the lens of IT and we can see all the, we can see all the problems that this is going to implement and based on Disney's current IT, I guess I hope that they're increasing their their staff augmentation. <laughs> you know, and it's it's funny. So maybe there's going to be some, you know, with all the new phones coming out with, you know, augmented reality, maybe there's something coming in that regard that would be interesting as well that might be part of this. The one thing I will say is that some of the games that they had implemented on the phones right? It's just, you always kind of forget to take out your phone to do them. Well, yeah. not always, but it's, it's like, you're kind of making the phone this, this portal now. So if you make the phone, the portal, then they have your, your eyes on it. And I guess, right. You can offset your cost, right? If you're making everyone use your phone, you know, all of a sudden you throw some advertising in there, right? Hey, oh, you just came off this ride. All right, cool. We'll go buy your kid a Winnie the Pooh, right? You can, you have a lot more eyes on something magic bands. It's not like you were gaining any, you know, data that you could necessarily use for direct advertising. That's so true. that will be interesting yeah. as well. I, right? I, All of a sudden your phone pops up, boom, you know, Pokemon go style sort of uh catch, catch Winnie the Pooh. I guess my only, or the thing that I dislike about that is that when I go on vacation, it's to not look at my phone. Yeah. And that's going away, Trevor. I would agree with you. We had the rule of, you know, no phones while we're eating and this and that. Dude, that's just going away. Phones are appendages, unfortunately, these days. And while I agree with you and I try to do the same, that's just not the way the world is going, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting to me, too, Trevor, from your point of view as a Disneyland person, because I, I know a lot of like the Disneyland people are like, what is this magic band nonsense and why do I have to deal with it? Because I've heard that I've read this so many times. There are a lot of people that don't like FastPass Plus, that don't like magic bands, that don't like that whole thing. They like doing everything on their phone. And I do think it's interesting that Disney World is the only place that does it. And, you know, everyone else uses their phones. Like, that's a common thing at every other park. So I almost feel like maybe, I don't want to say we've gotten spoiled by Magic Bands or like that we've just gotten used to it. So it's like, this is a change. You know, this is a big problem. Uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's probably if we just had phones from the first place, like all the other places did, maybe we wouldn't be as, you know, obviously it wouldn't be a problem because they wouldn't have the Magic Bands, but maybe it wouldn't be as big of a deal if it was phones the whole time, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. And I guess this goes back to what I was saying earlier is that, yeah, I, I think Disney really has painted themselves in a corner with magic bands that yeah. it, it is, you know, Disney world is very highly, I don't want to say reliant on them, but that they're very highly ingrained in the experience. And I guess it's hard to just see what that looks like when you take yeah. them out. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I would be the person I'd continue. I would buy. Ma- I would continue using Magic Bands. I use my Magic Band for everything. I don't like to bring a wallet to the park. I pay for everything with my Magic Band, and then you know, I I don't. I bring my phone, but it's only for you know to to know when my fast pass times are and to you know take the occasional the picture and modify and, that kind of stuff. and yeah yeah modify stuff yeah you know all that kind of stuff and obviously to text people too if I'm in a group to you know if we get lost from each other or whatever but but I don't bring like anything else. I I want to do everything through magic band if i can and, and i i miss it when i come home like i i wish i could live my life with magic band <laughs> so which i guess you kind of can you can pay for things with your phone which I, i've been doing a lot lately during the pandemic here paying with my phone uh but because i don't have to touch anything and that's that's the the future here right it's not it's touchless and and disney's been doing this for a long time with magic bands so so okay, well, anything else we want to say about Magic Bands before we uh, move on to the last couple things we have today? I know Damon, you really wanted to talk about the the cookie place, so we got to make sure we get to that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I always like talking about cookies. All right, well, we'll we'll get to that at the end. I have you. That you, last you wrote an awful lot about stuff that's like one sentence. This is interesting. We'll see how this. <laughs> what do you mean? That's like one sentence. <laughs> well, okay, uh, like we can just all, we can... all Mickey's not so scary Halloween party canceled for 2020. I mean, that's just a statement. <laughs> well, I, I like to give details, so I mean, we we don't have to give all details. I I think the more interesting thing is that food and wine is go, is still going to be happening. So that was part of the same announcement. Yeah, that's so it's happening weird. Earlier too. Well, yeah. So they're <laughs> making it longer. They're stretching it out. It's going to be the longer it's ever been. In fact, it's starting on July fifteenth when the park reopens. That's so. just and to me that's just so weird. With that is the most touchy feely food situation that they have at the park. Yeah, I, I mean, I think by stretching it out, though, they're hoping that people are just going to, you know, stagger it and not feel like they have to get there that's, during a certain oh, time. You know? But that's not no. even it. I said, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, Trevor's right, right? That's probably not the case, but that's not even what I'm getting at. I'm not getting at the number of people. I'm just getting at the setup is... Oh, sure. Is is very... Like, think about some of the setups at Food & Wine, and you're talking about... Look at the, the line situation, because of where the carts are in relation to the rest of the things that are going on at the park. There's not a good way to distance those lines because of where the carts are, per se, if you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. So how do you how do you accomplish that? You know what I mean? And a lot of those places, the other thing is, is that you're talking to multiple people, right? So you go up, you you pay your money. Then you're talking to the other person that in theory should have your order, but they're always talking to you and asking you which one your order is. And then a third person that's actually giving you your food. It's just, it, it, that's going to be logistically interesting. What if they make a completely mobile order though? What if there's no line? What if it's all that just would mobile be, order? That would definitely be a step in the right direction. But I think that then that introduces, how do you get the right order? I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I think that definitely helps. It definitely helps, but I think the line situation is probably the worst in terms of where everything is kind of, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. You guys have been, I know exactly. Right? I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. 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 And that's where I'm a little bit more like, well, how do you make that happen? There's no real area for lines. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like this, like, you know how they were going to build the, um, oh, shoot, what's it called? The, the garden area where they were supposed to have all the, the food and yeah. wine type stuff, like like the new yeah. the new rental, right? That to yeah, me yeah. seems like it would that would be the prime way to do this is you know have have an area where it's self contained and then almost like like with the mobile ordering is instead of having individual places, it's more like you know they they serve up the food 
and you say, you know, I want these things. And they basically put it all into one tray and then you take your tray and go instead of hitting these individual. Mm. I mean, that, that definitely loses the mystique of what it is. Yeah. I know, but, but I get what you're saying, but yeah, yeah, just, just thinking of, you know, how to, how to limit. Cause yeah, with, with the current, uh, with the current setup is, yeah, you've got all these little kiosks everywhere and thinking about world showcase and, and just like, yeah, the last time we were there for food and wine, like, like the lineups go so far beyond where they actually have cues. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. They, now they didn't necessarily tell us they're going to have the same amount of food. I think that you could also do it a little bit easier by halving the places. True. Well, and, and they could be doing less booths and, and limited menus too. I mean, that's what we're seeing on a lot of the regular yeah, Disney restaurants, right? It's the limited menus. The limited menus, menus so. isn't going to stop the amount of people though. Those, no, but it makes it faster, right? It is though. Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying it makes it faster, right? So you can churn people through a lot faster and, and get them away from the same area. I, guess, I, guess I think that saying. they might, they might, like I said, I mean, you take it a little bit out of World Showcase, you, you know, you have area before you get into World Showcase. You have a lot of open area. Yeah. Well, not at the moment with all the construction. It's that whole middle part of Future World is completely shut down. You got to like walk all the way around. So. Yeah, this will be interesting. It, it, it is. I mean, I'm sure they're going to do it in a smart way. Of course, of course. Go, Trevor. Were you going to say something? I'm sorry. I, I'm just curious to see. Like, I, I'm going to be watching, I guess, vloggers when this opens back up because, yeah. So, Trevor, I, you said your your October trip is done, huh? You're out. I'm. It's we're like 95 percent sure it's done at this point because um, yeah, I'm kind of starting to feel the same way for my November trip. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. It, Wait, it, were you going? You were going in October. At, and that, and then when again is your next one after that? So, well, we were playing Go first week of October and then probably about the same time next year. So we, we think we're just going to push everything out to same time next year. So like first week of October. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you know, it'll be like, I guess if we were going to go, it would be during food and wine again and all that. It's just, yeah, that. The the way Epcot is set up right now just doesn't. I I can't see how you can maintain social distancing and do food and wine. <laughs> I yeah, agree. I I I just tend to. I, I'm going to be interested to see how it goes. I just Disney's been so very very conservative and so careful about what they're doing with reopening these parks. So I I feel like they have to have a, a good plan in place here. But I mean, we'll have to see. I I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to do it the right way, but I, I you know, it, it's going to be hard. There's 20, you're talking 20 booths are, are going to be there. I don't know how many there usually are off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of how many booths there usually are. I feel like there's usually more than 20. So maybe they didn't mm, do. I something. don't know about that. I don't think so. You don't think so? That's, no. that's a lot of booths. It is. Yeah. Well, they're, dr- they're also getting rid of the, uh, the eat to the beat concert uh, series. So they're not packing people into the, the, you know, the, that stage area. So that's, that's part of something that's being modified. And, and, you know, I think some of the stuff is still up from the, the flower and garden festival. So it seems like they're, they're, they're going to leave some of those, like the topiaries up and, and some other things from flower and garden. So it's almost like you got a weird, cool hybrid of flower and garden and, uh, and food and wine, which is kind of cool. But. All right. Can we talk about cookies so I can go? <laughs> <laughs> so we can finish up today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, well, there, there's other stuff, but I, I'm not going to have time to talk about this. Got, Je- <laughs> Jeffrey, about, Jeffrey's got stuff to do. We can talk. We can talk about cookies. That's fine. And I truthfully, the, uh, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of like a lot of the 
like you know the the rules and the reservation system i don't know if i really need to get into like all that stuff but i definitely do want to talk about it so but you want to talk about gideon's bakery or bakehouse opening in i just uh, like the fact there's going to be new cookies there i'm always looking for something different at disney springs in terms of dessert like there's always a lot of good places to eat and there are good desserts there but i'm always kind of looking for something a little different and i don't like giardelli's like it's always packed and i just man i can get giardelli's anywhere yeah. So this is, so it's Gideon's Bakehouse is opening a new location in Disney Springs later this year. It's an award-winning Orlando bakery, which is good, right? So it's not like it's this bakery that's across the whole country. And they're known for half-pound cookies, I guess. Yeah. And they were available at the Play Pig. So I guess the Play Pig's kind of stuck at this point, right? <laughs> let, let, let's highlight that for a second. Half-pound cookies. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen a picture of these, uh, go and go and Google this because they look ridiculous. The, the only thing with my cookies that I find is I'm a little picky in terms of over chocolating my cookies. Mm, and these look a little bit over chocolated in, in terms like I almost feel like that chocolate is wonderful, but it can over be overdone in terms of not actually getting the other flavors when you have chocolate on the outside, especially since it's the first thing that your taste buds will pick up. It can be a little bit overpowering. So looking at those cookies, I don't know. I mean, I'm super excited, but I'm also like, uh, okay, I might need to scrape off some of that chocolate. I, I think part of that depends too on who is making the chocolate because I, I, at least for myself and some of the, the confectionaries that we have around here, it like, some do the chocolate better than others and it is more complimentary. So mm -hmm. this is something to keep in mind too, is, you know, maybe that maybe if they're doing their own chocolate and it's, you know, they're thinking about all of that, maybe they have answered your question, but yeah, maybe, I mean, I just feel like if I want chocolate, like my chocolate chip cookies, my family just made them. And I also will consider myself the best baker in this house to much argument. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say best chef. I just said the best. You said baker. the best baker. That's right. And yeah. I find that most people go a little heavy in terms of chocolate chips in their chocolate chip cookies, because again, it's, it's a little bit of an overpowering taste. If I want that, I would rather eat better chocolate by itself, not in a cookie. If that makes sense, that's just me personally. So that was the only thing that I was kind of like, Oh, that chocolate chip cookie looks like it's got a lot of chocolate chips on it. I will say that this cookie is kind of a legend at, at Polite Pig. So I, I, I have not gone to Polite Pig to have it. Uh, no, because you again, don't go to. Why would you go to Polite yeah. Pig when you live in the South? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But well, I go to Polite Pig for Polite Pig, not to eat their cookies. Yeah, exactly. You want to go for the barbecue, not for the, the cookie. But I, I, you know, for me, Damon, my big thing with cookies is not the chocolate. I like a, I like a soft cookie. I don't like a cookie that you, you know, you bite into and it crunches. I, I, I like agree. a real chewy cookie. And so, and this cookie looks like the type that it's, it's probably not a soft cookie. It looks almost well, like a hard cookie. I don't agree with that at I all. I could be wrong though. It looks, it just looks like so, it. Somebody let us know. Somebody that's been to yeah. the play pig, please let us know. I don't think that it would be, but. Or to Gideon's, I guess, if, if. Yeah, yeah. live in Orlando. <laughs> You're an Orlando person, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I was reading some of the other stuff that they have. By the way, they were talking about double ice cakes and stuff like that. I, I don't know what that means, but I want it. Double frosted cakes. That's what it says. I, I don't know what that is, but I, I really I, I need it in my life. <laughs> and they're gonna have a popular cookie that was only available once a month there all the time. Uh, which one was that? What the I coffee cake cookie. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Mm. Oh, and. I'm seeing, yeah, peanut butter. I'm a sucker for anything with peanut butter. I agree. So. Me too. 
peanut butter crisp, cookies and cream, pistachio toffee, dark chocolate. Oh, I like pistachio as well. So this will be this will be interesting. Yeah, that's that sounds like a winner. <laughs> this all sounds delicious. You're making me hungry. I haven't eaten lunch yet. I, uh, I, I now I've want been, to eat. I haven't something. eaten either, and I have to eat before I go play basketball. So yeah, I just <laughs> I just woke up. I might just go eat cookies for breakfast. There you go, cookie crisp. You'll be all set. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do they have cookie crisp in Canada? I don't know. I haven't seen cookie crisp up here. We, it's basically not like, a, not like cookie crisp is good or anything. It's no, not. It's terrible. But it's tiny cookies. Basically, we, it's like little tiny cookies. We different. do have Tim Hortons cereal. They look like little donuts. Oh. Okay, I, can see that. <laughs> I saw Twinkie cereal the other day in the supermarket. I, I feel like in Canada there is no other stores except Tim Hortons, though. That's like in my head. That's how I envision Canada. <laughs> the only every chain. single, every single like McDonald's, Sonics, Seven Eleven, they're all just Tim Hortons in my mind. Um, there, there is definitely more Tim Hortons than other franchises, but we do, we do like our Wendy's and A and W and stuff like that. So. Oh, A&W? They still have A&W? A&W is good. Jersey, I think, though. A&W is good, I will admit. I They're one of my preferred ones right now. That's crazy, because we... I mean, A&W was, like, a big thing in, like, Jersey up north, like, and that... But they're mostly all closed. There's there's very few left, I feel like. Is there, isn't there? there still that one in... Oh, no, that was a Stewart's over in... Stewart's. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. But there was an A&W in the, in the Short Hills Mall. I feel like I feel like people don't even know Stewart's outside of, like, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like, I, the Stewart's is a... I've never heard of Stewart's. They they make uh they make root beer they make the best root beer oh really okay oh yeah root beer and cream soda oof yeah they I used to go they they give you a good frosted mug oh it's the best That's... but there's not really Stewart's anymore either so mm. yeah we have some weird chains down down in, that are like just in the Carolinas too that are bigger than like McDonald's and such like, like Bojangles what? Bojangles we have more Bojangles in the area than we have McDonald's. Do you not have them up north by you? Did you just, did you say up north like I'm up north? <laughs> like you're two hours like, north of me. <laughs> two hours north of you? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. I'd say two hours east of you. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think eh. from what I've seen, yeah, Damon's more east. <laughs> yeah, north northeast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I'm gonna bring up the map now, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're not um, directly east from me. <laughs> I, I like how you two are like competing for like up north, and I'm sitting here in Canada. Yeah, you're you're, you're it's still winter. <laughs> it, it's pretty much it's pretty much east. I'm I'm sorry to tell you. It's not. It's not straight east. It can't be straight east. But sure, no, straight east is Fayetteville, but it's not yeah. that far. It's not like I'm as far away from Fayetteville as I am from. No, Charlotte. like Raleigh is northeast from here. That's that's you know. Yes, I wouldn't consider that north. You have to all right. <laughs> east. We we are off in the woods. But you know what? But you know what you have that we don't have over here, which is the best, is um that barbecue place that I like, Jim and Nick's. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we have that down here. So we, I, there's only really one that I know of, though. There's like one in South Carolina. I don't know about it's a, Hil- any- it's a Hilton Head. Yeah, that's yeah. There's that's a South Carolina chain. So actually, I don't think it is. I think it's the the chain is somewhere else. But <laughs> like, I don't think that's where it started. I do think it's funny though that you feel like every chain in Canada is just a Tim Hortons. Yeah, it's that's just really funny. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I feel like. I will admit, I do drink tim horton's tea a lot i stopped drinking the coffee because it doesn't do anything for my stomach <laughs> we've got some, we've got some tim hortons in the states not not a ton but they're, they're here they exist yeah all right well that, that's yeah i i let's let's get out of that topic because 
let's let's try to wrap more. this up <laughs> with some rapid fire stuff here that we don't need to get into huge details in. So Disneyland uh, proposed reopening is July 9th uh, for the resorts. Theme parks July 17th. Uh, we don't need to get into huge details about that, but it's it lo- it's looking pretty similar to what Disney World's doing, right? Yep. 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 Pretty much the same deal. So, uh, and then uh, reservations. We talked about dining reservations being on the phone. That's that's starting uh, June. Uh, it's starting June 18th. So it already started, and for for stays from June 22nd through July 10th. Uh, so guests with cons- with confirmed reservations can make dining reservations at that time. So. And then the park reservation system. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> so I'll just read a couple points on this really quickly. Beginning June 22nd, uh, Disney Resort and other select hotel guests can uh, make reservations. The 26th of June, uh, annual pass holders without a resort stay can start making reservations. And then 28th, existing uh, ticket holders can make reservations. Uh, I did see for pass holders, you can only make uh, three reservations at a time. So you can only make three days at a time, and and Disney is actually like compensating people by adding an extra month or like giving giving some money back to pass holders who are mad about that, and I, I could understand. So uh, I don't know about you guys. Well, you guys don't have annual passes, but mine just got extended. So and I saw a couple of people in our group talking about that. So mine is now extended until end of September. Not that it matters because I'm not going. So. I mean, it's it's nice that they're at least trying to you know work with people that had annual passes. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, although, you know, it's going to be hard to, I think we're going to go visit my mom down in Labor, on Labor Day and uh, her new place. And it's going to be hard to be an hour and a half drive away from Disney and not want to pop in. But we'll see. We'll see. You see, that, that's the thing. <laughs> pop in is, does that's not a thing. You, you. Well, I mean, you know, I, when I say pop in, I mean, I can make a reservation and, you know, head on down. But, it, you know, it, it's very, yeah. But, Again, these are all things that are working against, like, even sure. our October trip is, you know, it's getting more and more complicated, and rightfully so, you know, I understand why they have to make it more complicated to get in there, but that's just reaffirming the reason why I don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get it. Yeah. yeah I, I totally get it. Well, I just feel like if we didn't cover these things, we would, you know, get some uh, get some hate mail. Like, why didn't you talk about all this stuff? Well, this we talked about. Not like we really did talk about them, but okay. What'd you say, Damon? Not like we really talked about them, but we brought them up. (laughs) (laughs) We acknowledged their existence is pretty much what we did. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what there is to talk about with this, right? Like, what what are our opinions going to be? It is what it is. That's what my opinion is. There it is. Yeah, (laughs) and again, there's really nothing to say about it until we actually see it in action. Because I would agree with that. Because yeah, you know, we we can sit here and speculate about it all day, but I, I need to see how it actually plays out for people that are getting into the parks because. Yeah. And I'd rather speculate about ice and Jeffrey. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to explore this whole chewy ice thing now because this nugget ice thing. I just, um, I, I can't believe you guys and Tom of all people who has Chick-fil-A's like, I, I don't understand. I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I thought it was just crushed ice. I don't know. I don't know all the different ice, you know, flavors and Cr- like, crushed ice is if you took a frozen solid piece of water and just hit it with a hammer. That's crushed ice. It doesn't make it any chewier. It doesn't make it any less hard. It just makes it crushed. I just didn't know this was a thing, I guess. That's, I just, I just, ice is ice to me. And, and coming from a place <sighs> where it's covered in ice like eight months of the year sometimes. Uh, I, I guess I, I don't care to explore all the nuances of it because I shovel 
too much of it off of my driveway. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, since we're back to talking about ice and we brought this full, full circle, maybe we should wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're back. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap it up? No, I, I think we've, I think we covered a lot of good ground this week. <laughs> Boomtron, right, Damon? Boomtron. I thought we already talked about that. I appreciate the, the extra plug at the end, though. So I'm helping you out here, man. I'm just trying I to throw some plugs that. out for you. Eventually, show. like I said, we're, we're going to be doing stuff that may apply to you guys, and you guys can come over and you know class up the place a little bit. Class it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it that, but okay, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Let's so, wrap it up. Sorry, actually, to, to follow up again on, on the Boomtron thing, I have watched most of The Hollow now. Okay. And yeah, that is that is quite an interesting show. <laughs> You, say, oh, you haven't watched the end yet, though. I, um, of wait, of season one, have you watched season the end? one? Yes. Oh, you did watch the end of season. Yeah. One. Okay. So that was interesting, right? It is. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I liked how the, it's kind of twisted around and. Yeah, season two is is definitely not as good, but it's still interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're still 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 worth the watch. I mean, season two of Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beast was just as phenomenal as season one. So if anyone hasn't watched that. You know, that's definitely something you can watch with your kids. Uh, very, it's DreamWorks, but it's very. My, um, my son is very much into it now that he's started watching it. So yeah, it's yeah. A good show. Season season two is really good. So yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, let's, let's wrap, wrap it up. Yeah, well, let's do here. it. <laughs> <clears throat> so anything that you guys heard on this uh, podcast, if you want to send us questions, comments, uh, as usual, you can reach us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail uh, we love hearing from you guys. If you would prefer to talk to us on social media, you can hit us on Facebook at Welcome Home Podcast. You can also follow our Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is Welcome Home Pod. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Uh, you can check out the website if, uh, I don't know, you, you just want to look at a website, which is welcomehomepodcast.com. <laughs> if you just want to see a website that exists. Yeah. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. We're upgrading it, though. Dave, yeah, see, see, everyone, Damon listen, made his Boomtron website way nicer than Welcome Home. <laughs> and, and so what I did was is I asked both Tom and Trevor to send me a bio and a picture for themselves, and I have yet to receive those. So I can only do what I can do at I'm this working. point. So once they actually send me what they're supposed to send me, it will be nicer looking. <laughs> That's why I didn't say check out our amazing website, because I know that I haven't done my part. So, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. I haven't done my yeah. part either, either, but I will. I will. I'll get on it. I, I, I'm I trying to write something for, yeah. So, I will get you that stuff later. Wait, what pictures are you guys going to use? Um, also. Yeah, I don't know yet. Part of what I'm figuring out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know if I want to throw could, my face out there. You could use, but, so, use your Facebook avatar. Uh, nope, because mine is licensed to a company, and yeah. No, 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 no. The 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 Facebook ones that you can auto do from Facebook. Oh, oh, That's what, yeah, yeah. You can oh, use that. those. Yeah. Or your Wii icon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing all. We've been doing the live shows, so people know what we look like at this point. So I almost exactly. don't care if I throw like an actual picture of myself out there, but I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll we'll yeah, get it this. Anyway, YouTube. I'm just going to screen. I'm going to screen grab it from the video. Actually, no, I have to. Now I'm going to. what I'm going to do. I'm just going to screen grab you guys in the most un, um, <laughs> unflattering picture. <laughs> unflattering picture. I would definitely screen grab an unflattering picture, and that's what I'm going to use. And I'm going to for bios. I'm just going to make them up. Dumb look on my face. Oh yeah, you could just make something up. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. It's cool. I, I create like a cool history. I, I, that's that's probably better than what the real thing would be. 
So, anyway, <laughs> YouTube channel, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube channel. So, yeah, we do have a YouTube channel. Look for Welcome Home Podcast on YouTube. It is actually us. And as we do more live streams and stuff, you will see more videos up there. Hopefully, we'll be able to see some that Jeffrey video or a link to it or somewhere <laughs> on there. And the other thing is we're definitely going to have to do this Halloween thing soon. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll do especially, a live Especially with what's it called canceled with uh, Mickey's Halloween party canceled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do yeah, that. Well, uh, uh, yeah, maybe that'll make sense closer to the actual opening if we do something. Or the like, first weekend it was supposed to open. Yeah, we can do mm. like an homage yeah. to it. We can yeah. do that. And our whole families can be involved. <laughs> I'll do a dark uh, theme on the, on the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how well that'll work. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Go on the YouTube well, channel, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, also, if you guys are looking for some some uh, welcome home merchandise you can find it on store.welcomehomepodcast.com i believe we have masks now is that we do have masks now they are enabled they are available in the store yeah, i believe so, they're 10 bucks so yeah you, you can get a cool mask if you want to you know have us on your face i don't know if that seems attractive <laughs> to people or not <laughs> have it on your face wow. while you're walking around the park yeah go wow. ahead do it <laughs> yeah and as usual, if uh, you guys found us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, any of those services, uh, we do like getting reviews on there. So we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear comments. And um, you guys leaving reviews also helps more people find the podcast so we can have more people in the community. So it benefits all of us. Yeah. And, and definitely spread the word when you see somebody asking about podcasts and other groups you're a part of. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. We always appreciate that. We always appreciate that if you do that. So. Uh, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find a podcast. You can find us. Just search for Welcome Home. Look for the one that uh, talks about DVC and Disney because as we've noted here before, there are more than one of these uh, Welcome Home Podcasts out there. Of course, we're the best one, so only listen to us. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all things we say on this show uh, are our own. So uh, please uh, you know, consult a DVC representative, a uh, cast member, for more information about anything we, we said today. Uh, of course, big thank you, as always, to DVC Resale Market for being our friends and our sponsor. Uh, they are just the best, and we love them. So please check them out if you're looking to uh, buy or sell uh, DVC contracts at, at resale. Uh, of course, as always, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We do a huddle when we hit a chair.